First you work for an education, then you work for money, then people work for you, then money works for you. And when money works for you, well, then you're free to save the planet and do whatever you think is important. Hello everyone, it's Jason. Welcome to the third episode of the Joy of Financial Planning podcast. This podcast is a precursor to the book coming out in November of 2019, so not too long from now. It's called Joy of Financial Planning, and it's seven strategies for transforming your finances and reclaiming the American dream. It's really about overcoming the economic challenges we face as a generation and using the tools of financial planning to achieve that American dream. I think it's going to be really important for a lot of us. I, I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Today's focus is the joy of always earning an income. Income is an incredibly important part of financial planning. It's something I believe should endure way past even that date you may think is retirement. So this is a little synopsis of what I believe. I hope you enjoy it. You know, when my family moved to Fairfax, Virginia in 1987, I had a feeling we weren't earning a lot of money. My father was an adjunct professor serving multiple universities, and my stepmother was a retail bank manager. Now, 32 years later, I spend a small portion of my time as an adjunct instructor at American University. I teach personal finance. And I can verify that you don't do it for the pay. And today, they still don't pay bank managers much. I was a, a bank retail person when I was in college, and they didn't pay a lot then. I think I made, oh, about $6.5 an hour. So, um, you know, that was only about five years after my mother was a bank manager or before she was. So I'm pretty sure she didn't make a lot. So even as a wet-behind-the-ears 13-year-old, I knew not to bother asking for an allowance of any kind. I figured the best I could do was get some kind of part-time job to earn some money, and I soon learned that in Fairfax County, kind of to my chagrin, you had to be 14 years old in eight months to get a work permit. And so I was off by about a year. Now, without thinking, I made a decision that changed my relationship with earned income forever. One weekend, I walked up to my neighbors on Twinbrook Road in Fairfax and started offering lawn care services. The funny thing was, I didn't own any lawn care tools, not a hedger, not a trimmer, not even a lawnmower. What I did have was the determination to exchange my time for money. And it turns out that time was indeed worth something to my neighbors. Thankfully, I, I really appreciate it. And I'm close enough uh, in the neighborhood now to look at my old neighborhood all those years ago. It's still around. And I like to say I did those lawns some service. Uh, it was really worth something. They're still beautiful and lush and green. And I'm sure uh, that mowing of lawns I did all those years ago had something to do with it. Truth is, I owe a debt of gratitude to my neighbors who taught me a valuable lesson at a very formative age. And that lesson was, if you are willing to be creative, use your time wisely and offer value, you can always make money. And I did for my neighbors, add some value, until I was old enough to get my first real job at Toys R Us, which uh, I was so sad a couple years ago to find out that it was going bankrupt and then it was gone. Uh, I'm very glad to know that it is coming back. For those of you who haven't seen the news here in 2019, it is coming back in small versions. So we will have Toys R Us again and part of my history stays alive. 
You know, today when I'm working with clients on uh, seven interrelated financial strategies, uh, most notably I focus on income or earnings as part of that. And my firm and I, you know, we, we focus on earnings because what our clients, uh, I'm sorry, clients make and could make in the future is one of the things that we know will separate them from having to save a huge bundle and make it almost impossible or essentially being able to save some and earn income ongoing. This is what separates the Jason Howell company from other wealth management firms, our focus on income. And when we say income, we don't mean annuities. We mean actually earning an income potentially for your lifetime. We believe income should continue past the age that you're willing to go to the office. Uh, the idea that income should stop and you should exclusively rely on some accumulated amount of savings when you're older uh, is really an idea that our industry dreamed up in the early 80s, uh, very soon after the 401k became a thing. Uh, before then, you worked until you died or you got a pension. Uh, regardless of how you earned it, income was a necessary constant just as much as it is in your early adulthood. The big reason we were willing to be tricked probably into the fantasy of no income in this thing called retirement is probably because none of us want to believe that we have to be in the nine to five for our entire lives uh, under the control of some boss or, or number of bosses up a chain. That day when you know you don't have to work anymore for people and instead work for yourself, I still think is possible. It just doesn't have to go along with a nine to five. And so how do, you, how do you do that? How do you create that? Well, I, I think there's this time that we're in. Our generation faces a lot of economic challenges, but we also have great opportunity that wasn't available to prior generations, really just like no people before us. Today, you are probably trading time for money. I, I do the same thing. And it's a lot better than trading time for nothing. So for those of you uh, who've read books that say, hey, you should never trade time for money, uh, trading time for money is a pretty good thing versus you know, the other side of it. But in my upcoming book, Joy of Financial Planning, I mention four layers to creating wealth through income on an ongoing basis. And I mentioned it at the top of this episode. First, you work for an education. And when I say that, I mean expertise. Then you work for money. And when I say that, I mean a real amount of money. And then people work for you, like you're paid more to manage people. And then money works for you, compound growth. So step one, the idea that first you work for an expertise. If you are intentional about your career and your work today, every time you clock in, you will add to your expertise. So I'm not talking just about formal education, going to college, grad school, and more. I'm talking about learning while you're actually on the job, in the position, and in the time you are today. It's an opportunity if you continue to learn and leverage that time to become paid more in the future, right? You would hope that it's not just cost of living allowances, but you would hope you'd be paid more as you become more expert in your duties. Employers and clients alike are willing to pay a little extra for expertise. So in 20, 30, 40 years, trade all this time that's passing now for an education so that you can become an expert later, i.e. don't let the time just drift. Get really good at what you're doing. And if that does include more formal education, fine. If it includes a certificate, 
fine. A license, great. All these things you can take your time and do because I can tell you there's no time in my life to study, but I have to do it. Uh, there's probably no time in your life either. But the good news is you can study along the way and take your time because this isn't a one-year thing. This is a two, three, four, five, ten-year, twenty-year thing. You just want to become an expert over the years so that over the years you can be paid more. Step two. After you attain your expertise and you're paid more um, at another firm or at your own firm, you can now really appreciate that what you've learned, right? The, the time you've put in over the years. So now instead of making income as the average person in your field, uh, you'll make essentially more than the average income. You'll kind of be overpaid for your time because now you are an expert. And this is your chance to make real money, i.e. real money more money than you need for today's living. Money that you can start to set aside for that fourth step which you know is coming. So step one was taking the time to invest in yourself and gain an expertise. Step two was taking that expertise now and leveraging it to get paid more. Step three, whether you become a business owner or just a rock star employee, you will eventually run into an opportunity where people are gonna work for you. And if you're a manager, when you get that opportunity for people to work for you, well, then you need to be paid more, right, to manage this person. And hopefully you're giving them lots of opportunities for growth. So your workload reduces just a smidge and you're managing, but you're still being paid more. And when you are paid more, you can set aside that more, right? You had the expertise more, and then you have the actual paycheck more for managing someone. You can set aside those monies as well. Or if you start your own firm or you have your own firm now, this is your opportunity to leverage your expertise and your additional income and say, I'm going to bring someone on who's going to work underneath me. And that person may be a clerical person to start or maybe it's another expert. But regardless, you're going to gain leverage from having another person in your firm. And with that leverage, you create the opportunity for more money that you can set aside. And so with step Two, as an expert, you're being paid real money because you are being paid more than the average pair because you know more than the average pair. Step three, you're starting to work with people on a team, whether they're working with you at an employer or whether you're the employer and you're having them work with you. So now you've got more extra money. And step four is where it all comes to, together. Because when you're able to set aside money um, from those previous steps, you'll have the opportunity to save or interest probably, and invest your money as long as you haven't increased your expenses, of course. And that's the trap that a lot of us get in over time. As we're earning more income, regardless of whether we became an expert or not, um, we also increase our expenses and then we don't feel like we're getting anywhere. So the discipline of controlling expenses ends up being an important metric and that's something that we'll talk about in another episode. But assuming you've done that, assuming you've controlled your expenses and you've taken advantage of step three and four and had money that you could set aside, well, that money will earn interest, which is great, or some kind of return, which you'd expect, and that's not really revolutionary. What's revolutionary, according to Warren Buffett, who calls it the eighth wonder in the world, is when that interest on your money earns interest. That's the exciting thing. You know, you put $1,000 away and it earns you know, 5% interest, and so, you know, what is that, $50? Um, that's terrific, but when that $50 earns 5% interest, that's when things start to get pretty exciting. It's another $2.50 that you didn't earn that money, 
And that's not the interest that you know the bank paid or the bond paid. That's just interest on top of the $50. That's interest on top of interest. That's money on top of money. And when you get money on top of money, then money essentially starts working for you. And the more money works for you is the less you have to work. And that is how you get to a place of wealth. Whether that happens in the next few years or 10, 20, 30 years from now, at an age like 65 or 67 that you call retirement, or an age like 45 or 47 that you say, this is the point when I'm able to start taking a step back from my regular nine to five. This is the kind of basically opportunity that we have in our generation. And unlike any other time, there are so many tools online where we can leverage our own expertise. Think of Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, or Upworks or Upwork.com. You can find these opportunities where wherever you're sitting now, you can leverage that expertise, be it in editing or copy editing. Um, if you're a, a student, then you already do papers, so doing papers for folks. If you're, uh, if you're educated in math, English, or science, tutoring. If you are an expert graphic designer, all of these things. If you're a person who sits at a desk and does work, accounting, you know, bookkeeping, management, marketing. There are opportunities to get better at these through education. There are opportunities to leverage these on the side. Um, and then there are opportunities just to continually get expert so that you're paid more where you are or you're paid more somewhere else or you're paid more to start your firm. Um, and then you get paid more when you start building a team. This is the opportunity that's in front of us When I think about achieving the American dream, I think about creating leverage and opportunity for myself, for my family, and for my community. That's where I think we all need to get over and above what the traditional financial advisors tell us about what a a perfect financial life is. If you have questions about that, please go to my actually brand new uh, Joy of Financial Planning Facebook group where we have started to discuss some of these topics that are in the upcoming book, Joy of Financial Planning. I think it's a great opportunity to meet really a relatively small group, 40 to 50 persons I think are on that group now and that'll grow. Hopefully your voice will be lent to that and make the experience and the, uh, the discussion really healthy. But I thank you for listening. That's all I've got today for this particular episode. I look forward to your comments And I look forward to connecting with you at some point in the near future, probably in that Facebook group, maybe at a book signing.